everyone to the Rest Podcast, where our goal is to help each and every one of you displace confusion, chaos, and dis-ease in order to heal and find significance in life. I am your host, Natalie Roberts, and I am here with the author of The Reconstitution Method for Healing and Rest, Virginia Dixon. I want to touch a little bit, just mention the chapters of the book. Sure. Briefly, if you don't mind, and give you an opportunity to speak to this. I always say what you're not willing to talk about, your body will speak of. What you're not willing to say, your body will declare. What you're not willing to negotiate in terms of confusion, chaos, dis-ease, guilt, shame, regret, your body will not collaborate with things that you're not willing to deal with. And that's why I love the question that you asked about cancer. Because when these states of disease come our way, they're yet another opportunity for us to resolve those conflicts that we'd rather not talk about. And here I'm reading a book on dentistry and you address all that. So thank you. I just can't say thank you enough. It was, I was so inspired by this book. The holistic dental matrix chart, fantastic. Thank you for making that available. The dental acupuncture meridian chart, amazing. You touched on that a little bit. Is there anything you'd like to add? I would just echo your comment. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I guess the biggest takeaway about the chart is the teeth really do impact the totality of the body in one way, shape, or form. And, you know, I I was like probably so many other regularly trained dentists many years ago. The teeth were there, and they did this, and they broke down, and we put crowns and things on them. And I became someone that specialized, I guess, in pattern recognition. I kept looking at these patterns that were showing up. And I asked the question, why? What am I seeing? What's this pattern telling me? And and as time went by, and I understood so much more about the value of of the the way the teeth mesh together, the bite, the occlusion, uh, the influence of those factors with sleep disordered breathing problems and sleep apnea and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's a myriad of interrelationships. And then you you sprinkle in the toxicity part of it and you, you get a whole different picture. And that's what I really wanted to paint in, in the chart and the matrix. The chart that you're referencing is really just another representation in a, almost a verbal way of which teeth are doing what and then internally, where's it going? And, you know, some of the toxins that we deal with and we look at the acupuncture meridian and those charts can't take it to the bank because some of the toxins, they don't care about acupuncture meridians. They just go, but energy flows. And I talk about the support that's in the, in the book toward the back of the book, microcurrent, ozone therapy, ultraviolet blood irradiation. We do high dose vitamin C in the practice. I mean, a myriad of support therapies that are in that energy medicine world in some respects still in the, in the, traditional or conventional world, like high-dose vitamin C, at least here in Arizona, probably where you are, that's not an uncommon thing, but places in the, in the whole country, that's kind of a no-man's land. Exactly. 
And you already touched on heavy metals, but I do want to say that I found compelling in chapter two of your book. It's said that the mercury fillings on the packaging of the substance, when you got it, you received it at your practice, right? To use for fillings and whatnot, that it says highly toxic. Yet we're putting this toxic substance that we have to keep from everything in the mouth of people. They have all kinds of way to rationalize why it wasn't going to affect your health. But obviously, all kinds of autoimmune diseases and all kinds of cancers and problems tell us otherwise. It's in fact toxic. So here's, here's a, the trick. The American Dental Association certifies the, the powder, which is silver and it's the powder. It's 50% of the filling. And then they have the mercury component and they certify that as pure mercury. Okay, so you have the powder and then the silver is the other major component. So they certify this, but it's the dentist and the dental office that actually manufactures mm. the product. And they don't certify that. So the American Dental Association, if you look to them for whatever reason, but there's no certification of mercury filling material when it's mixed. That's on the shoulders of the dentist for doing the mixture in their office. So they're the final bad guy, if you will. Well, yeah, they found a way to protect themselves from. That's right. Fluoride. You talk about fluoride, foe or friend, and you talked about the consequences of fluoride in chapter three. That's obvious. There's a lot of information out there on that now. But chapter four, you talked about TMD, airway disorders. Yeah. Wow. That's the biggest chapter in the book. That was amazing. It was insightful. It shocked me, actually. Can you talk about that a little bit? It's the largest chapter in the book. It has some of the most dire health consequences and also the consequences to one's well-being. You talk about addictions and if you're having to deal with chronic pain all the time, where do you go? You don't go to the dentist typically. You go to the your, your medical doctor, osteopath, maybe a naturopath, a chiropractor. You get on this medical merry-go-round and... and Okay, here, try this pill, try this, try this. The health and well-being of a sufferer of, let's say, a bite imbalance, common individual with the profile would have 17 out of the 50, 13 to 17 was a common number, symptoms that are in the matrix. So 13 to 17 out of the 50 conditions. Within about one week's time of beginning treatment, they're about 90% gone without surgery and without drugs, just with appropriate therapies. It might be as simple as a, a well-designed piece of plastic for the teeth. but And that's a Band-Aid. Everything we do initially is a Band-Aid. You're getting people back to show harmony. Well, think of an airplane that's flying around and they got one wing down and one wing is up. And they want to get back to balance, but they can't. They're impossible to get back. That's what a bite problem is. The pitch, roll, and yaw axis is screwed up for the most part. Now, the consequence of that in the body is that it overloads the brain with, with bad energy. So it's, it's noxious stimuli, harm-causing irritation, right? And what we do is want to put balance back in the system. And it's sometimes miraculous how rapidly 
on a deep level, it's spiritually rewarding to see that individual. I wonder how many, wonder how many kids we have and how many people we have on where we've labeled with learning disabilities and whatnot that just have a misaligned bite. Most, most of those are airway problems and they are misaligned bites. And that feeds into enlarged tonsils, adenoid issues. And the magic, again, it's it's well-designed acrylic, but you have to grow the jaw to a horseshoe-shaped jaw instead of a gothic arch-shaped jaw. And the consequence of that also is swallowing difficulties. So you have dysphagia. They can't masticate their food. They're noisy eaters. They get dark circles under their eyes. I mean, the list, it's, it's in the book, but the list is almost endless. How quickly can TMD, TMJ, things that cause an airway disorder, how quickly can they be remedied by some minor interventions? By a biological dentist, of course, that understands all these connections. Yeah, or also I would say a physiologically oriented dentist. Okay. That may not be fully biologically oriented by kind of by our definition. So many things that you're asking about are on a large spectrum. And you can be only having a TMD problem with virtually no airway issue. Okay. The bigger the one is and the bigger the other one is, the more the overlap will occur. The benefit is, and the problem is, it's the same system that's screwed up. It's out of balance. So you have to look in the totality of these issues because if you're putting balance into the system, like you just demonstrate, mm-hmm. the airway problems usually will get better. The TMD problems will get better. Now, if you can catch a child, a kid, when they're, I like to work, have worked with them in the age range of about six, seven, eight, nine, you can do miraculous things relatively quickly with kids because their bones are so pliable, you can form them easily. Now you fast forward, say you're eight years old and we worked with you. What if you were eight years old and you had nothing? no help, no intervention, and now you're where you are at life or I'm at in life, and you've had to compensate your whole life for those imbalances. The physiologic consequences of of that, you may not be able to fully get back, in which case, at that point, you're into management of disease. You're not into treating, curing, or establishing a foundation for health. It beats a pill. Or a CPAP. (laughs) I recently spoke to this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful young girl who shared some of the struggles she was going through and the weight, the heaviness she felt every day being mitigated by a little pill and felt normal for the first time in her life. Fast forward many years. And that resource wasn't available to her anymore because it was an outage of that substance. Oh. So she had to go a day with nothing after years of being on this pill. And it felt like everything was short-circuiting and collapsing and not well. That was terrifying. Wait, is there a dependency now? And the answer is yes. Yes. 
there's a form of detox now that has to happen, right? You used the word compensate. Yeah. So the body can learn to manage and develop its own natural resources to do without that because we have other resources now through bioenergetic modalities, services, all kinds of different things that somebody can do to balance their central nervous system, to figure out where these imbalances are to be healthy. The point is terrified. So really understanding these alternative methods of healing are going to become a lifeline for so many people. So this information is so important. Um, Root canals. We don't know too many people that don't have a root canal. You say that a root canal is a hidden cause of disease. Yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind. There's an interesting thing. Many years ago, Dr. Boyd Haley from the University of Kentucky developed a, a test, and it was measuring various proteases. His tests are used around the world in analytic labs, medical analytical labs. And... So he applied his knowledge and he took samples of root canal teeth. And what they were measuring, they're measuring the the amount of enzymatic degradation of five of the enzymes in the mitochondria for energy production. And we had in-office colorimeter devices that check and measure, because it's using using non-visible color changes, but they could be picked up with these colorimeters. And... Gosh, they were they were all all diseased on, on a scale, you know, lightly all the way to knock this stuff out. So he was finding that he had to dilute down the the washings or the effluent from root canal teeth. They were showing up so toxic they couldn't even measure them. So he had to scale them back and he diluted them down to find out what was the micromolar levels of the materials that they could actually then measure. And led him to the decision to say that there were no safe root canals. Initially, if you get a root canal on a a tooth that had been vital, had not had an infection starting at the base of the tooth, that would stay safe for a period of time. In other words, not toxic. But because you lost the, the flow, the blood flow, and the tissue fluid flow, which is like a lymph, from the center of the tooth outward, which washed the tooth of breakdown products of bacteria and toxins and whatnot. When that pump stopped, the pump allowed the fluids to stagnate, the bacteria could harvest and stay in there that would find their way into these tubules. And then then you would have these occult infections and never know that they're there. Here's an example. It's related to the root canal issue, but it was from cavitations, which is in the in the biofilm chapter in the book. So I had a woman was referred to me by her chiropractor from Denver. She flew down and her complaint that the chiropractor was sought for was she had knee pain. Couldn't go up and down a flight of stairs without pain in her knee. Pretty much her only complaint. So he does some muscle testing and a you know, form of energy testing and, and said, I found this woman having a, what's called a cavitation or ischemic osteonecrosis harbored in the jaw. 
So I looked at her and found that, yes, she did have one of these lesions in her jaw. One surgery took care of it and was followed up with ozone and microcurrent and I think she had vitamin C, uh, IV. The night of that surgery, she was running up and down the stairs in her hotel to see, I have no pain. I have no pain. So this is an occult infection here causing knee pain in one treatment that went away. Now, the same disease process is responsible, it's been stated by Dr. Neil Raskin, a University of San Francisco uh, neurologist, said many years ago that most of the, his cases of trigeminal neuralgia were from that exact lesion, ischemic osteonecrosis. So that's pretty damning. There's information out for people to begin to put the puzzle pieces together. And I think the goal is don't forget about your teeth. They're instrumental in a lot of disease states and physiological and psychological and emotional things you may be experiencing. Don't omit the discussion of the teeth. And in a nutshell, I think what your book does is it's a real quick, easy resource for people to begin to educate themselves. Yeah. Where are good biological dentists? How do we find one? So there are really two organizations that have portrayed themselves in in this world. The International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine, IABDM.org is their website. And then the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, IAOMT.org come to mind. Most all of this information that we're discussing is on the practice website, which is milldental.com, M-I-L-L dental.com. And is that where we find good dentists in our area? That's the first place I would go to. Mm-hmm. To use the expression, we're as rare as hen's teeth. One of the things to bear in mind, <clears throat> We talked about layer upon layer upon layer. So if you think of a stair step, anybody that's on that staircase may call themselves a biological dentist. Now, if you're on the very first step, you might only be removing mercury filling safely and have no other awareness of the other steps above you, but you kind of know that they're there. There's something there. So depending on what the situation somebody has, they need to have a high enough aware doctor to look at their at the whole picture. So just because you pull somebody's name from a site doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be competent in all the areas that you're seeking help in. What do you That's, recommend? What questions would you recommend? What's a fundamental question? Or is there a website that rates them or... Well, most of the websites, they'll have a directory and the individual's qualifications, or at least some of their areas of interest. That's a good spot to start. The other thing would be each of the organizations has an executive director, and they may be able to help winnow down a request for a dental referral based on their knowing of the people and and their strengths that they have firsthand information of in the in the uh, organization. And then do your due diligence, ask questions. Are you still practicing and where can people find you? 
I am mentoring a doctor in the practice I retired a year ago after 46 years of doing dentistry. So I am available to help and answer questions for people if they have that. But the doctor that is in the practice now, he's he's coming along. He's quite well accomplished at this point with his training, which he gets quite about quite a lot of it. And this is in Scottsdale? Yes, it is. Arizona. And what's the name of the practice? Millennium Dental Associates. This is good. Wonderful. My daughter had a terrible accident. My niece jumped on her back playing with her. Mm. She tried to catch her and she fell on her chest, put her neck up and broke several teeth. Thankfully, no root canal. But I'd like you to address in closing trauma to the mouth. What happens when your four front teeth, no root canal, they're trying to see how that's to the teeth are going to respond and what's going to happen. And hopefully they'll. That's a tough one. I don't know what I don't know about it. But if the teeth were jarred and, and say bent back, she will have suffered nerve damage in the tooth. Uh-huh. And then the common treatment is going to be root canal therapy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of the things I've, I've suggested to people over the years with root canal therapy would be to depending on some situations, uh, have it done, but then do follow-up treatments with ozone maybe every three or six months in the area to help keep the area clean or fresh, if you will, from bacteria that we know will set in. Well, they think that, you know what, the ozone might be a good idea because they were able to leave everything intact right now. They didn't have to do a root canal. Yeah. Well, ozone is a powerful healing agent, and I would certainly jump on that. Um, Is it the whole chamber you go into, or is it isolated ozone treatment? Typically in the dental office, we just do isolated ozone treatments. There are two types. One is direct injection into the area. The other one is to create a special tray. It's called an ozone tray, Mm -hmm. and it's designed with an import and an out port. So you feed ozone in through the tray. And then it comes out through a suction tube to be expelled to the outside. So that's a seven or eight minute treatment then. Either of those would be really helpful probably at this stage of her development. And where do you get those ozone trains? Well, you have to go to a dentist that does ozone therapy. The ones that have been used in our practice were made in our office. You have to have the equipment in order to create things like that. And, and we do. So we would just make them in-house, but laboratories make them. I've only had to make them ourselves. So I never really put much effort into finding a lab that did it. Uh, but there are orthodontic labs that would be the ones probably to make that. There's things you can do to save the nerves. There's rinses and washes and all kinds of different things you can do. Right. right. So I think that's what's important. What a wonderful professional career. What a great pilgrimage you've been on. Yeah, it has been, and it's still continuing and morphing. It's it's really just an extension of, of, of being a helper and a healer to, to branch out into other areas of in the world of energy medicine. You know, dentistry is did take a toll on my body, having to be bent over for so many years and and 
doing things and, you know, my hands are weaker. I have some loss of grip strength. For many years, I was troubled with back pain. So things are, my stress level is way down now of all that. So, you know, I have to take care of myself. Yeah. Like so many practitioners, you pour so much into what you do that now you teach the rest of us. Yeah. Get information out there. That's the next. Well, I I hope that this interview bears some fruit for you. And as far as the, the big thing that, that chart, the PDF chart is, is the golden gem of that whole book to be aware, to have the awareness that, you know, physicians need to know that all these things can be related to the mouth and the teeth but the key is an awake and aware dentist that can recognize those things. And some of the doctors will have certain pieces of the puzzle, but they don't have the whole thing put together. No, it's fantastic. I look forward to having more conversations with you. Thank you so much, Dr. Meyer. It's such an honor to speak with you. Thank you, Dr. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, for updates about rest and this podcast, please visit our Instagram or Facebook, The Place of Rest. If you'd like more information about Virginia or to support and join the cause of rest, please go to virginiadixon.com forward slash collaborate or call 949-289-5935. Thank you for listening to Rest with Virginia Dixon. We'll see you next week.